beyond. That's the Miko Pellet Hour, beginning Tuesday, November 14th at 7 p.m. on WPFW, Building a Better World, one broadcast at a time. You know, nowadays it seems like there's a lot of bad things going on and I guess a lot of it from the way I see it seems to still stem from lack of feelings on our parts is, is how we relate or communicate with our fellow brothers and sisters. Hatred is a feeling, love is a feeling. Let's hate all that does not allow us to love. And we can do that just by getting to know each other and talking to the people. Who can you turn to to tell your troubles? Tell them to. You can't go around wondering what it is you gotta do. Gotta be ready and willing and willing to make a move. Nobody can push you if you don't wanna move. You suffer, cry, and hate and live the American way. Fly the hateful skies of America, fly the American way. Gotta talk to the people, yeah, yeah. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Chip. Good How morning. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing just fine. Good morning. Uh, who's on Who's on the board here? Is that Mike? All right. Very good. Good morning. Hey, Welcome Mike. to Community Watching Comment, folks. The Friday edition uh, with yours truly, Ron Pinchback, along with Chip Jones and Don Williams, and our engineer for the day. <laughs> hey, <laughs> folks, it's... Um, Half the month is gone. Half the month is gone. And um, we're about to, uh, you know, this is Martin Luther King birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the Trump trials going on and the weather, you know, beating us up. <laughs> so, we're <laughs> uh, not in Iowa. Hey, okay. The, the coldest, the coldest caucus in history. <laughs> Blizzard conditions. But anyhow, this morning, folks, we want to uh, give you the opportunity to get it off your chest, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Okay, get it off your chest. You know, we're two weeks into the new year. You know, got a lot of stored up stuff going on. You know, and you tr- you look, know, you tried to talk to somebody about it at the at the dinner table, and they don't quite understand. <laughs> <laughs> or or, or it erupts into an argument. Or it erupts into an argument. Exactly. So this this morning, we're going to give you an opportunity to, to get it off your chest. Okay? Whatever topic, whatever subject, you know, don't matter. But get it off your chest. You know, there's there's a lot that, um, you know, we, we've had to endure. And, you know, once again, uh, we are celebrating Martin Luther King's birthday this weekend. Uh, Monday, PFW is going to do uh, a, a special, which we do annually. Uh, on Martin Luther King and his legacy. Uh, you know, you may have some thoughts about that in terms of getting it off your chest. You know, where where are we, you know, uh, you know, as a as a people? You know, where where are we as a country? Yeah. I mean it's a, a lot going on out there. Um the the president's former President Trump's lawyer is talking about, hey, you know, we can he can he can assassinate people. He he has a he has the right to assassinate people, <laughs> political em- enemies. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't be so funny if it, if it wasn't uh, something that they believe, you know. And But anyhow, that's, that's just once amongst many things. So 202-588-0893, that's the number for community watching comment. Give us a call. Share your, get it off your chest this morning okay 
you know, and uh, you know, let, let you know, and like I said, it doesn't matter what topic because uh, there are a lot of things that uh, you know come across our come across our eyeballs and across our ears in the course of a week or more. So, fellas, good morning. Good morning. Getting it off your chest. Is, is, is there anything you want to get off your chest, Don? Yeah, the Republican Party, because they are letting, letting, letting this guy get, get away with being an entertainer. He's an entertainer. And he's also gaslighted all of us. Include, including the people that support it. Correct. Uh, well, you know, that's, uh, that's, a, that's, you know, we're going to be hearing, look, it's political season, it's 24, so get ready, because it's going to be out there, you know All what I mean? All to wall. All to wall. <laughs> Chip, <laughs> well, what you got on your chest, my man? You got something you want to get off right quick? Yeah. I know, I know, I mean, I, I know you got a long list there. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the big, the biggest thing is, is, uh. Gaza, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm tired of, of, uh, of, you know, mostly Jewish people that keep, keep using the phrase that the genocide that's going on to the Palestinians is, is the fault of Hamas. You know, at a certain point, you have to, you have to put it back on Israel. I mean, it's, you know, like I say, I mean, if, if a murderer ran into an apartment building. You wouldn't let the police go in and shoot everybody in the apartment building to try to get that murderer. I mean, at a certain point, the, the responsibility of what's going on there is on Israel. You know, uh, they've gone they've gone from being victims of a, a horrible tragedy to becoming, you know, the the terrorists themselves. Mm. And, and of course, uh, you know, the take this opportunity to remind our listeners that WPFW will be broadcasting uh, the rally uh, for uh, uh, for Palestine uh, and for Gaza. Uh, that'll be take place uh, uh, this Saturday uh, with uh, uh, with our sister station WBAI in New York. So be sure to tune in. Um, you will be hearing you know raw and on the ground. You know, for uh, you know, starting at noon, and um, you know, we certainly encourage you to to listen to, to to what is being said and and what is being discussed. So that's this Saturday, WPFW, always on the always on the front lines. That's right, fighting for justice. Lines. Thanks, thanks to you guys. Okay, so let's go to the phones two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Get it off your chest today. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Don, Ron, and Chip. Hello. Hey, Rick, how you doing? Hey. hey. Good morning and and uh, good afternoon from here in Bavaria, Germany. Uh, we got a little ice on the ground, but uh, nothing to be extremely paranoid about. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys have Trump on one hand and an aging. Sick, sick, sickly, dementia-oriented Biden. On the other hand, I think uh, it's a shame that the Democratic Party has not put forth another candidate to give Joe Biden a run for his money for the White House and a run for the people's trust and the trust that he's going to do something not only about what is going on abroad, but what is going on at home, not just college tuition and debt forgiveness, but housing, policing, etc., etc. Um, I think it's a sin and a shame that the Democratic Party is pushing Joe Biden as the only man who can defeat an, uh, a cartoon character, Trump. And I think Trump, I think Trump is pretty much a washout, and he's on the way out legally, constitutionally, and you're looking at Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or 
an independent coming in and giving those two a run for their money. But it's, it's a shame that the Democrats can't put forth another candidate. I've had my say. I'm done. Thank you, fellas. All right. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. You know, that's a that's a sentiment amongst a lot of Democrats, you know, who uh, would like to see somebody else emerge as a potential candidate. And, and look, at least that there be a competition. <laughs> so, um, and uh, and there there are reasons why they feel that way. 202-588-0893. Get it off your chest. Good morning, caller. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Um, this isn't is so much to get it off your chest, but it's, it's a comment. Um, I uh, I caught the first half of On the Ground this morning, and before I had to step out of my vehicle, and ever since then, all, I'm think, all I can think of, well, for one thing, I want to know where I can go get a South African T-shirt, because I don't usually use Amazon. I, I wish I could just go and buy one today, start wearing it around. And, uh, and then the other, the other thing is how... South Africa, will they just let Americans come and live there? Because if I move my family there, you know, I wouldn't have to be ashamed of, of my uh, of my leaders. It seems like I'd be I'd be there where the good guys were in charge, like maybe the, one of the only places in the world. I don't know, but uh, that that's all. That's my comment. And if anybody does know where to get that T-shirt, let me know. All right, very good. Uh, uh, and uh, you can try. We can also reach out to. Um, uh, Esther Rivera from On the Ground. She's the producer of that show. Um, she may be able to provide you with a direct link to get that T-shirt. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought I, I thought there might be a store somewhere. If I have to, I'll just rush to order it. But, uh, all right. That's all right. Wear wear it with pride, my man. Do your thing. <laughs> okay. Two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Getting it off your chest this morning on uh, this uh, January twelfth. The month is halfway. Gone. The youth. The year is into its uh, second week. <laughs> good morning, caller. Welcome to the WPFW. Okay. Uh, it's good to hear from you, and it's good that you're going to be broadcasting from the uh, Palestinian rally tomorrow. Um, I think I heard the first commentator say that it was some somehow Israel's fault because if you go into a building, you don't bomb the whole building to find one guy or to kill one guy or something. But I, I say it's Israel's fault for another thing. For 75 years, they've sat in a system, and the world has allowed it, where Israel has been allowed to do anything they wanted with regards to stealing other people's land, murdering them, uh, pinning them up in a place, controlling their food, their water, their electricity, stopping them from having ships or airports so they can travel outside, stopping them from going to the West Bank where they can see their relatives. I say it's Israel's fault, all right, because pinned-up people got to fight, and that's going to happen whether they're slaves in the United States or anyplace else. And if anybody asked me would I condemn Hamas, the answer would be no. No, N-O. And I think that Israel has a lot to pay for, and so does the United States, and I think they are going to pay for it because the whole world is seeing what's happening. Hamas even though Netanyahu says he's, they're the children of the light, I think the Hamas has shown the light on what's happening in Israel, and we better realize there's a system, and the system is set to uh, have black church people say, Biden is the one, you got to go for him and not go for these other crazy people or something. Go for a third independent party and not anybody like RFK, who's nothing but an Israeli apologist, probably paid for by APAC. And anyway, oh, Final thing that needs to get off my chest, let's make APAC register as a foreign agent of a foreign country, because that's what they are. They're not in the, Israel, in the interest of Israeli people, especially not Palestinians. So let's get rid of them and make them pay so we can track where their money is going to, because I bet you every politician in this country is getting some money from APAC. Later. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Thank you for your comment. 202-588-0893, community watching comment, where you share your thoughts and uh, perceptions about uh, the things that are affecting us. Okay. Um, the number to call is 202-588-0893. Get it off your chest. You know, and once again, um, 
know, PFW will be broadcasting um, the, the rally for uh, uh, Palestine for Palestine mm -hmm. uh, this Saturday, and uh, we certainly encourage you to listen. Uh, those of you who may not understand what's going on, or may not have an evening, you know, or may have a, uh, you know, another opinion, you know, uh, I would encourage you to listen uh, to, to what these folks are going to have to say um, because it's worth saying. Okay, it's definitely worth saying. 202-588-0893. And don't forget Monday, we celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday here on the PFW also, you know, with some special broadcast. So you be sure to tune that dial. Keep it right there at 89.3 FM, your station for jazz and mm -hmm. justice. All right. We got another caller. Let's get to it. Uh, good morning, caller. You on WPFW. Good morning. Love you guys. Thank you. I got a little something I just want to get off my chest. I talk, to a lot of black, I talk to a lot of black folks who continually say that Obama didn't do anything for black people. And I want to <laughs> ask them, what did they expect him to do? Erase 400 years of slavery? Or did they, they, they think that he was going to turn white people against themselves? I think the greatest thing that he did for in the century was getting elected. He didn't have to do anything else, in my opinion. Right. That's what I want to but, but he did do other things. You know, he, he did he, he did, did uh, yeah. decrease yeah. black poverty. He did I mean he did stuff. And that that's yeah. the thing that bothers me is they they, they failed to recognize it. Because like you're saying, it seemed like they wanted a a, a total sea change and, and that's not the way change happens in America. Right. All presidents are puppets. But good grief. He can't erase slavery. He couldn't. No president can. And bigotry and all the rest of that. He can't do it. Nobody's going to do it. All we got to do is just keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. That's right. Keep hope that's alive. Right. Keep, keep your shoes on. That's, that's, that's right. That's, that's what right. I would say. Hey man, thanks for the call. Thanks for your observation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Appreciate you it. 202-588-0893. You know, it should be noted that on the day of uh, Obama's inauguration, his first inauguration, you know what I mean? The Republicans were huddling in the back saying, listen, we ain't going to support nothing. Right. We're going to stop you know, everything he tries. We're going to make him a one-term president. We ain't gonna cooperate. We, you know, <laughs> we're not gonna participate, and that's exactly what they did. But right. Obamacare, right? Much to like the chagrin of the 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 defeaters, you know, is more popular than ever. Millions, millions of American citizens have taken advantage of Obamacare. The first chance that they've had a chance to get some reasonable health care. It ain't perfect, but what we had before was <laughs> every man for himself, <laughs> literally. All right, 202-588-0893. Community, watch your comments. Hey, get it off your chest. You know what's on your what's on your chest this morning? What you know? What what issue? What item? You know what story? Or would you like to uh, 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 share? You know with these. With the DMV, because remember, we got 50,000 watts, y'all. You know, you're reaching a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. All right. And we provide this opportunity for you to do just that. Why? Because you folks have a lot more common sense than some, than some <laughs> of these leaders and, 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 and politicians and whatever, you know. So are, are, are they leaders or are they followers from the I front? I don't know what they are, man. But They're <laughs> followers from the front. They're looking to see what people... One and then they they jump jump to the to the front of the line, <laughs> or jump to the opposite. Right. <laughs> you know, two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Get it off your chest. Good morning, caller. You on WPFW? Hello. Yeah, Hello. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have two comments. One about the brother who called about Obama. Um, mm -hmm. I not believe that President Obama. I was running. I was in D.C helping everything, but he disappointed me. He didn't change nothing about the prison system. 
And there are so many people who are not guilty right now. They're young people. Uh, so that was number one why I would, you know, I was very disappointed. I don't think, I know that he couldn't do a lot. But things that he could have done, he didn't do. That's my thing. So that's so, what I, what, I, I what? don't know what your opinion is about that. Well, well, you said you had two things. So let's go to both things. What, what's the other thing? The other thing is about Palestine. I'm an advocate for human rights. I have fought, when I was a the Russians invaded my country. I was an activist almost to be arrested. I had to flee my country. I went to France. I faced racism that they look at other people as subhuman, especially Arabs and Muslims. I called my mom and said, I'd rather die in my country than live in a country of races like France. Then I had to come to America, and then I faced all other stuff like racism. To this day, people are afraid to speak up for Palestine. They can even say Palestine like before uh, October 7, because they were anti-Semitic if I ever did that. So this is not, this is around the world. Everywhere I've been, I've seen it. But thank God that I've stood up in my own country against the Russians and France and other European countries about racism against Muslim and foreigners in America, against Arabs and Muslims and black brothers and sisters, because I've been in for Trayvon Martin. So I'm an activist. I'm a human rights person. I do not, uh, I'm not, my friends are Jewish people. There's a big difference between anti-Semitic and anti-Zionism. But right. what I think is sad is in America, a lot of people are, I hate to say it, sheepish. They listen to TV. They listen, turn on the car, <laughs> all these. And I'm sorry to say that. I'm not putting people down. But Americans are apolitical. They have no clue about politics. They're like, you're a woman. How can they do that? Even American women tell me. I do not have one or two American friends who care about politics. Female. Most of my friends are male because they're, why should only male think about politics? What's wrong with females? And here they're putting me down as a Muslim third world person, and yet I cannot find a lot of open-minded American people who really understand politics and what's going on in the world. This is my, I've been said, thank you so much. Today we did a lesson on Martin Luther King Jr. with my special ed kids, and I was just like, you know, I care about fairness, about equality, about justice and human rights. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Take care of yourself. They got their shoes on. You got the shoes on. Yeah, I, still, shoes I still, on. I still think that still that mindset that that you know Obama didn't do anything for black people, but it's you know when you go back and you crunch the numbers, you know, over three million African Americans got health care that didn't have it before. You know, uh, black poverty dropped to its lowest level since 1965 or 68. Um, incarceration also dropped, you know, the reform sentencing in 2010 from the Fair Sentencing Act. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that Obama did that the Republicans tried to stop, and they also, you know, quelched the, 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 the touting of it. And I think a lot of people haven't gone back and actually looked at what Obama did for black America. So, but that's just one man's opinion. All right. 202-588-0893. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Turn your radio down and you are on the air. Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, calling uh, from Tacoma Park, D.C., and I, I just have a few things I wanted to say. One was, what's going on with our brothers and sisters over in Haiti? What's going on in Burkina Faso? What's going on in Cameroon? The other day, I saw a man eating out a trash can down in D.C. Had to take him to get something to eat. What are we doing about that? And and here's the other thing. I believe that our children need education. I'd like to know why our kids aren't going to school 365 days a year instead of. Uh, could, you, could you repeat that? Uh, you, you're not about schools. Yeah, I said, why our kids are not going to school 365 days? Mm. I look at it like a race. They started off, we started off with white people on the track. They went around the track three times before we got off the block. 
How do you expect our kids to catch up with them if we go to school the same amount of time as they do? Our kids should be going to school Saturday, Sundays. Shouldn't be no breaks. Shouldn't be nothing. And lastly, I want to know why your program. I want to know why your program isn't being archived. Every time I try and look for it, I can't find it. Or it's going back into November of last year. Y'all need to check on that. Make sure y'all's program is being archived like everybody else. And I'm out. All right. Thank you. And so, just so you know, and uh, our archiving system has been having some issues. Uh, some technical issues um actually now for a little over a month or so um they're still trying to resolve them because uh, we um tr- traditionally we do archive every program here on wpfw including ours right. so um please forgive us for you know this 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 technical faux pas but uh right now it's it's, it's a little more complicated than you know than than, than, than we can solve just at this moment but uh we are aware of it and uh thank you very much for reminding us of it okay yeah yeah but you know he he is right about education i mean we we are we are uh what i think we're like 180 days and you look around the world and you know places like the netherlands are 200 days japan 210 you know i think like south korea is like 220 you know so not, o- not only are our kids starting off behind in America, but they're falling behind with the rest of the world. So Now, there are a few jurisdictions that have begun experimenting with that. Uh, I know right out here in Fairfax mm-hmm. that, uh, um, you, know, they're, you know, some schools are, are open, you know, uh, you know for, uh, for, for, the, for the year. I think they do get a small break, but for this, essentially, they're they're open for the year. Uh, so um, that's a that's a debate to be had, right? And you know, the interesting side effect of that is it actually frees up money for uh, low income people uh, because they don't have to pay for childcare during those during periods right. where, where the for, kids are out of school. And for two and a half months. All right, two zero two five eight eight zero eight nine three. Now the kids might not like that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna like it. <laughs> hey, that won't be the that won't be the last thing that they don't like. Uh-huh. So <laughs> See, we we grew we grew up in that sweet spot. I mean, that whole that whole yeah, summer did. vacation was for for the agrarian. <laughs> you know, those kids back in the day that got out for summer vacation, they were working hard in the fields hey, after that. Exactly. You know, working in the fields. That's the that was the whole principle. You know, right. All right. 202-580-0893. You're in tune to 89.3. WPFW, your station for jazz and justice. Want to take this opportunity to thank all of you folks that made pledges during our end of the year drive. Thank you so much. It was um, very, very beneficial to the station, and we, we really, really appreciate it. And um, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for, for being there for us. All right. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the show. Yes, good morning, family. WPFW hey. family. Yes, yes. I want to make a comment on one of the callers mentioned with Obama, some things he could have done. One, number one, first of all, let me thank the the, 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 the people here in this, the black folks in this country. One thing I know, if we pull together as a family, we can accomplish something. I, and when he became the first African-American president in this country, the highest job and position that anyone can achieve because <clears> we pulled together. And we were consistent with it. And, you know, we can accomplish any mission. My mother and father came up in the 20s. They were born in the early 20s. I was born in the 40s. And my family always said, I ain't going to be no black president. I always said when I was a young teenager, you know, I think I'll give you a black president. And I thank God I did. I was born in 1948, so i tell you my age right now. <laughs> and thank God. When I went to Vietnam, they had the draft. When I went to Vietnam, I seen this country from both sides from here and from 14,000 miles from the other side, how their political agenda is and all about them. Causing, the French got ran out of there. The United States didn't win anything. Nobody wins the war in no way. About politics, and 58,000 people's names are on that wall downtown in Washington, D.C., on that wall. I said, and I didn't go down there the first four or five years that they completed it because I knew there were names on it that I knew. And it hurt mm-hmm. me, but I, I was, 
shame how that happened about Vietnam and the money that they take and send other places and soldiers to go uh, help us to uh, win off, get our freedom. Our freedom, let me tell you, it's a whole, the bureaucracy is, is terrible. Now, we stick together in this country, we can accomplish a mission. The same way that we got Obama in there, at least we got a black president, we did accomplish that. Same way your family sits together with PFW. I love it. For 47 years and counting. And I came here in 1970 after the military. And I heard about PFW. Uh, 1977, I think it was in 77, down in Chinatown. On That's when we were born, 1977. They were up on the second floor, and they said that some of the equipment was sitting on milk crates. I was talking to Oscar <laughs> outside. I'll never forget that man. He was a gentleman's gentleman. <laughs> Thank God for him. <laughs> I came to love PFW, and I've been there with him ever since up until now. When I came here, and I'm still fighting for it, I wish we can get triple, triple the amount of people that listen, the listenership, we can triple it uh, this year in 24 and get some more. But that'll be fine. But uh, I just want hey, to say that. I like that. 24, we can get some more. That's right. We're going to. Like we can, we will. <laughs> and I'm going to help <laughs> But thank you, God, for that PFW and, every, and all the listenership. We are family. We own a station. There's no other station in here exactly. can own a station like that, like we do. We are everyone, the listenership. We are, we own this. That's our station. You know, we, they don't do the things we do. Tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. We don't. And we're going to continue. We're going to even triple this year. All right. Thank you for taking my call. This is Vietnam. Thank you. Uh, George Walker III, a.k.a. G3. Right. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 202-588-0893. Good morning, caller. Good morning, my brothers. How are you all? Hey, hey. Hello. How are you? Uh, I was born in 1946, so I claim seniority over your previous caller. <laughs> okay, no issue. And I, I have never voted for a Democrat or a Republican for president because they all... Uh, maintaining a system of capitalism, which is nothing but institutionalized greed, that, which funnels wealth to the 500 families that control the United States of America and are seeking to maintain control over the whole world. You know, all the wars that, we, that the world has been involved in are about money. When I was in college, Back in, in the early 60s, the radicals told us, follow the money. Then you know what's really going on. The Democratic Party and the Republican Party both get money from the same corporations. The people that they put up for office do what is necessary to support money going to those same corporations. You know, you look at what's going on in the Middle East, so-called Middle East right now. The arms companies are making humongous profits selling uh, old munitions and stuff that they have been manufacturing and storing. I heard a news report saying that the, um, I forgot what it was exactly, that they had emptied the warehouses of some old stuff they had. When I was in the National Guard, we were using ammunition left over from World War II 20 years, more than 20 years before. You know, it's a racket. Colonel, uh, Marine Colonel Snedley said that it's a racket. You can find that online. What did he say? It's a racket. They just spend, the government takes our tax money, gives, gives the biggest share of it, to the military-industrial complex, which Republican Dwight David Eisenhower warned the country about back in the 50s. Indeed. And, uh, and uh, we keep going for the same thing. Like I said, I have never voted for a Democrat or Republican for president. Like uh, someone said, all politics is local. People need, people need to start there. Who, who is, who's your mayor? Who's your city council member? What are they doing for you? They putting any money in your pocket? Who's on the school they, board? They provide who's you the, any child, any the, child who, who, who is the dog catcher? Right. You know? yeah. yeah, who is the dog catcher? <laughs> <laughs> but are, are they catching any dogs or are they doing something else? 
<laughs> hey, man, th thanks for sharing your experience with us this morning. All right, and I, I just want to say one more thing, that this system uh, did not start where in, in the 20s or with the Industrial Revolution. It started with the feudal system in Europe. And if you study feudalism and see what the kings and dukes and barons did to their own people in their own country, mm -hmm. then you will understand what they exported to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Have a good day. Thanks for that knowledge. Okay. 202-588-0893. You know, it's interesting because Eisenhower did say, I mean, you can find it online. You can find it in texts. Right. You know, in books, he said the greatest threat to this country was the emergence of the military-industrial complex. complex. Exactly. The biggest threat. Now here, you know, this man just, you know, finished World War Two. So you know, you know something. <laughs> so, all right. So you don't have to listen to. You know, the nonsense is out there. But once again, he did say that. You can find that quote. It is the most, you know, the military industrial complex is the biggest threat to this country. Yeah. All right. 202-588-0893. You're tuned to 89.3 WBFW. I'm Ron Pinchback, along with Chip Jones, along with Don Williams. And this morning, uh, we're letting you get it off your chest, whatever it may be. Good morning, caller. You on WBFW. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your program, and I uh, appreciate what you all do. I, I just wish more people had an opportunity to listen to you. I think we need to focus on reading. I think we need to focus on um, advocating for our children. Our children's behavior is affected by their performance in terms of their ability to read and comprehend. The teachers cannot do it all. Cannot do it all. They, they cannot do it all. We, we have to be advocates for both the teachers and especially for our children. The history, history is rewriting itself with the same message. Keep them unaware and, and misinformed, and they will never progress at a faster, at a faster rate. If people could learn how to read in slavery, Everybody should be reading now by the time they're in the third grade. Right. So I'm saying that, but uh, there's a meanness, there is a heaviness out here in, in this world. I'm a, I'm a black guy. I'm in my 70s. I'm trying to uh, be positive and learn from my mistakes and uh, enrich, my, enrich my actions with reading. Right now I'm reading uh, Bayard Rustin. He came up because he continued oh, yeah. to come up as a person of influence on Dr. King, and in reading about Bayard, I also discovered that Dr. Well, I had knew, known that Dr. King had done some uh, study on, uh, of the uh, Bhagavad Gita, that is the Bible of the Hindus, Hindus uh, in terms of uh, what uh, Gandhi did about peaceful protest. But right now, our children, our young people's mind, I'll say from 18 to 40, is corrupt because all they want to do is party. They don't want to take responsibility for themselves or their past actions and think about their future. It's a messed up situation, but I think you all are at least giving us an opportunity to express ourselves and not become so frustration, frustrated that the frustration turns to physical or um, some type of vi violence. When uh, I'm going to finish now, when uh, President Obama was uh, uh, voted in, I was so proud. I was with, walking with my back straight. Uh, my <laughs> head was up high. I was saying good morning and hello, brother, and yeah. hello, sister. Yeah, put a and smile what, on your face. What hurt me, what hurt me was most of the people of color that I came into contact with had European level of consciousness. They met me with a nickname, Chief Champ. 
uh, what's up, dude, as opposed to giving back like they received from me. Thank you for listening to me. I appreciate it. I hope that uh, we can continue to encourage each other and not continue to be divisive and allow uh, propaganda to sway us to see everything that we attempt to do is negative and i give thanks to to cat williams that was some that was some interesting stuff cat it was yeah yeah i'm not a fan of his i don't appreciate the profanity i don't appreciate the nigga 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 in that generation but uh excellence will will stand up against just about any kind of uh scrutiny thank you thank you all right Hey, did, you hear what he, did you hear what he said, Chip? I heard what he said. Okay, 18 to 40. 18 <laughs> to 40. 18 to 40. We, you know, we still out there partying, trying to party. That's it. You know, 18 to 40. So <laughs> he's like, we're all acting like teenagers out here. You right. know, you know there's a funny side note about Cat Williams that a lot of people don't know, but that uh, he has a 193 plus IQ. He's been a member of Mensa since he was 11 years old. Uh, he, he is uh, not, not what I say. He is factually a genius. So, <laughs> so people see him as, you know, this comic figure, but he's got uh, a, a working brain there. Like, like, uh, like, like. I would say pretty much like most comedians, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's what, that's what makes them such a treasure because, right. you know, these ain't dumb people. These are very smart people. They find, right. trying to find a way to tell y'all what's going on. Oh, that's without, hurt, without hurting your feelings. That, that brings up something else. I want to get off my chest. I am horrified <laughs> with this uh, AI generation generated George Carlin Special. I don't know if you've heard about this, but they have generated a, a, a George Carlin special through AI, and mm. I am I am horrified because it, if if this goes, it's going to happen again, and I can't it's imagine. I can't imagine. You know what? You know Richard Pryor. You know exactly. I can't imagine what they would do with. Um, well, you know what's going to happen. I mean, they're going to they're going to do it. They're, they're definitely going to do it because that's what they that's what the whole AI thing is about. You know, how do we eliminate the, the human equation? You know, now, once we got you on tape, we don't need you no more. You know, so it's like I said, that's going to that's, that's going to be a very interesting situation development AI. So you guys keep your ears open, you know. And keep your minds to the, you know keep your minds open also because it's it's out there and it's not going it's it's not going away. They're trying uh, to regulate it, but it, know, it'll, it'll go away if people if people don't accept it. It don't support it. You know, I mean, well, see that's the trick because they won't tell you it's you know it's AI generated. Yeah. You'll know. That's, that's, you'll know. That's what they should do. They should require yeah. any content that comes across AI. They should <clears> let you know. That this was developed and produced right. by well, artificial. This, this is a, this is an hour long special. It's a it's a comedy special. That's and I, I'm telling you, if they if they do an AI Dick Gregory, I'm burning the place down. I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, we're just gonna go in and burn the place nah, down. No, nah, I'm sure I'm sure his children will take care of that. Yeah, yeah they'll the, the the lawsuits would would fly fast and furious <laughs> as, as well. They should. All right, let's get back to the listeners. 202-588-0893. And AI, you know, yes, that's rough, man. We're gonna have to have a discussion on that because people can't can't make the can't discern the difference. And if you right. don't know, if you, if they don't tell you, then you won't know. You right. know, and that's the whole trick. You know, well, we we'll announce it at the beginning of the program, but the rest of the show is you know, you on your own. <laughs> All right, good good morning, Carla. Welcome to the show. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Happy New Year. Uh, it's Marvin from Washington. How you doing, man? Hey, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine, man. I'm down here. And I took Bob and y'all, man. I, and I just had a big job interview down here on 14th and I. So, All right. Uh, yeah. Um, I, my point is, um, um, about three or four callers ago, I was talking about the Obama administration. Okay. 
Now, you know, you know, when he first came in office, what was that, 2008? Yeah, 2008. I mean, all yeah. of us, I mean, a lot of people were very emotional, very emotional about getting the first black president, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, he ran on the platform of change. Okay. But if you look, if you look at his policies, and he got the Nobel Peace Prize, but, um, but if you look at the policies where he bailed out the Wall Street bankers and didn't <coughs> bail out the American people, also he, um, on the drone program, which 542 drones in eight years killed thousands of people all over Africa, Middle East, Central America, and um, he, they, he assassinated Gaddafi. Um, he, um, he, 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 he struck down the Wall Street uh, protests, uh, occupied Wall Street. So it, it, it's nothing new with both parties because both parties are run by the corporate elite. And um, but um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on my subject of today. I I just want to quote uh, from the other caller that called in about the Obama administration, the first black president. You know, um, it's an organization called Mapping the Police. Yeah, I, I've been following them for the last several years. Um, they came out with an article saying that uh, 2023 was a deadly year of police violence. Uh, over 1,200 police um, police shootings in the U.S. Okay. Um, and um, that's about three per a day. Um, the year before last, it was, and in 2022, it was 1,815, uh, 1, something like that. So, um, you know, we are in a siege of violence. So whether you look at, I mean, I mean, systematic racism, I mean, systemic racism, institutionalized racism, uh, gun violence. Um, oh, we had record mass shootings uh, last year and the year before, and the year before that, over 640 mass shootings. So, gun. I mean, if you talk about the military-industrial complex, it starts from the top, and and you know the U.S. is number one exporter of weapons, um, you, you know, internally and externally all over the world. So you got to look at U.S. policies. The, I mean, it just we are in a siege of violence, man. It, it just. I mean, you know, whether you talk about, I mean, the gun violence in that neighborhood, police violence, mass shootings, we just under the siege of violence, and it's not getting any better at all, you know. So, all right, my I, man. I don't, I don't that's, know where that. that's, that's getting it off your chest. That is. All right, my man. Thank you. Take care down there in yep. Fort Washington, okay? Yep. Yes, sir. I still got to push back. Obama did a lot of stuff. I also think he meant that Obama <clears throat> didn't kill Gaddafi, he killed uh, bin Laden. Um, right. Yeah, so well, was, well was, was, the, was the that strike on Gaddafi's uh, compound, was that done during his administration? Mm -mm, no. Okay, all right. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's what he was referring to. All right, 202-588-0893. Um, that's the number to call for community watching comment. Uh, it's uh, 11.48, we've got a few more minutes, and we got some more callers, so let's get right to it, okay? 202-588-0893. Good morning, caller. Yeah, hello, am I on? Yes, you, you are. are. Yes, oh, you are. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Listen, uh, I was listening uh, earlier. You had a caller come on. He said he had uh, seniority over the previous caller. <laughs> uh, I I thought that was good, but I, I got to tell you, I listen to C-SPAN every morning. I listen to their call in line, and I got to mm -hmm. tell you that old that old gentleman, that older gentleman who called in, spoke more truth than I've heard on C-SPAN in the last ten years. Hey, hey, thank you. Okay, <laughs> he I say thank you on, on his behalf. I'm telling you, he summed it up. It's all about the money. We got all the rich families running the country. We've got a U.S. Congress that is totally in the pocket of the donor class. I mean, he mentioned these things, and this is the kind of thing that you don't often hear mentioned because you're not supposed to talk about it, but it's real, and our Congress is bought and paid for, and nothing's being done about it. So the people who work up there, they don't want to do anything about it. So it's up to us, the people to demand that they do something about it. There is an organization called American Promise that is working hard 
to get a constitutional amendment that will clean up this campaign finance system that has corrupted our entire system. Uh, so, so American Promise, you can check that out. But I don't want to stay on the line too long, but I did want to mention that that caller mentioned uh, General Smedley Butler and quoted his uh, comment that war is a racket. Now, I'm holding in my hand right now a copy of General Smedley Butler's speech, which was <laughs> turned it was turned into a book, and it's published, and anybody can buy a copy. I think you can read the speech online anyway. But this is on Kingston Press, and uh, this book was published in 1935. And just to just to add some more biographical to Smedley Butler, he is the first. He is one of a handful of American servicemen who received two medals of honor, not mm-hmm. one, but two congressional medals of honor. And he is a man who said straight up, "War is a racket," and boy, he was right. He was right. He Mm. was spot on. And I want to thank that caller, and I want to thank thank PFW. I've been listening ever since you came on the air. I've heard all the great ones, you know, uh, the Bama, Professor Montauk. I've listened to all of them since I was in college, and I just want to thank you. (laughs) Thank you, man. (laughs) Okay. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, uh, Ambrose Lane Sr. also made reference to the uh, General Smedley and many of his... uh, dissertations, you know, and so uh, we got some uh, Ambrose Lane uh, Senior Archives material you know, from Pacifica National that you can uh, check out, and uh, it's, it's, it's a, a wealth of uh, a wealth of information. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Yeah. Education. <clears throat> education. True education. 202-588-0893. Good morning, caller. You're on WPFW. Hello? Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, I just want to add something to a previous call. It wasn't just the industrial, uh, Eisenhower said, beware of the military industrial. He also said congressional. That's important because the Congress and the senators are in cahoots based on his statements, Eisenhower. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. That's what, that's what, made it such a danger to him because right. he saw it. He witnessed yeah. it. it you yeah, know? They, redact, they redacted the part later about uh, congressional, but it was the uh, industrial congressional uh, yeah. military. Yeah, I mean, I, you always you always got to ponder your head how these, uh, these congressmen become millionaires on like a $175,000 salary. So uh, <laughs> where's, where are those millions coming from? Mm. Nancy Pelosi's a billion. So, where'd the billion dollars come from? You know. Yeah. Well, you know, all of them are making money. I mean, that's that's the nature of that beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, and that's what that's what all the callers have been saying. You know, we how do we get away from that? You know, how you know, it's such an ingrained system. You know, you, you know, it's such a determined system to keep things the way they are. You know, from the courts to the Congress. You know, it's. You know, let's, let's protect, let's protect business as usual. For instance, they pay themselves for raises every, every couple of years, and, and they keep the minimum wage the same, the, the, the lowest paid among us. You know? Uh, you can't get yeah. away from it. They have a vested interest in keeping it going. Well, listen, man, thanks for getting it off your chest this morning with us. Thanks okay. for letting me. All right. All right, folks, um, we're about out of time here. Yep. Chip, nine, any parting remarks? Because, uh, you know, like I said, people got a lot of stuff on their minds and on their chest. Right. They want them to get it off. You know, this is your outlet. Okay? Right. Take advantage of it. And this this is a year to, to, to crunch the numbers. You know, know the facts because November, uh, we're going to need you to, to make a, a, a good decision on who you, uh, who you pull that lever for. <laughs> Indeed, Don. <laughs> boycott, boycott, boycott. Hey, you know that that word has meaning. I mean that that you know it worked in the past. It can work again. Mm-hmm. You know, but people got to get away from their comfort levels. You know, that's right. That, 
That's what make boycotts work. When you say, well, "All right, all right, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna buy this hair grease this week." Right. Okay. Money I'm, talks. I'm, money talks. I'm not going to this gas station this week. I'm not going to that grocery store this week. I'm not going to that corner market. You know, I'm, I'm gonna withhold my bucks. You know. So, uh, but once again, you know, that's that's what hope is, books. Hope requires effort. You know, if you keep doing things, if you keep doing things the way we do, they say, oh, what it is. They, they, you keep getting be- the same things you always got. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. You folks have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Celebrate Martin Luther King and his legacy. Go and listen to the broadcast tomorrow um, on Palestine because it is important that we all know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. You know, because we are a human family. And thousands and thousands of people are being killed you know and so you know find out what's, what's going on how you can help stop it okay because it is important that it's be stopped all right chip don see you guys next week all right have a good weekend right take all care right. of yourselves well, engineer, thank you very much thank see you family see you next week For WPFW in Washington and WBAI New York, I'm Chris Bangert-Drowns with some brief news headlines. The U.S. and Britain launched a round of airstrikes against more than a dozen Houthi-controlled locations in Yemen following months of attacks on commercial vessels by the Iran-backed rebels. The U.S. Air Force said the strikes targeted various facilities, including munitions stores and air defense radar systems. In a statement, President Biden said he would be willing to authorize future strikes, quote, as necessary. Houthis say the strikes killed at least five people and wounded six others, and rebel leaders promised retaliation. Thousands of people gathered in Yemen's capital to denounce the U.S. and Israel. Houthi attacks on commercial vessels began after the Israeli invasion of Gaza in October, though attacked vessels often don't have a direct connection to Israel. A second day of proceedings opened today at the International Court of Justice in The Hague, where Israel is defending itself against accusations of genocide. Israeli officials insisted their war in Gaza was done in self-defense and accused Hamas of genocide. Israeli lawyers today played video and audio evidence from the October 7th Hamas attack in southern Israel, which killed about 1,200 people. Lawyers for South Africa had asked the court during opening arguments yesterday to order an immediate halt to the Israeli campaign in Gaza, which has killed well over 23,000 Palestinians. Following the second day of hearings today, ICJ President Joan E. Donahue said the court would rule on the emergency request to halt fighting, quote, as soon as possible. A full court ruling on the accusation of genocide is likely to take years. In domestic news, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer yesterday announced plans to advance a short-term stopgap funding bill to avoid a partial government shutdown scheduled to begin next Friday unless lawmakers can reach a deal on federal spending for 2024. This comes after Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson and Senate Democrats agreed last week on top-line spending levels for the new year. But now, a hard line of GOP representatives are pushing Johnson to back out of the deal unless Democrats agree to deeper cuts and tough new border policies, which include border wall construction and asylum restrictions. Schumer said the Senate could expect to take its first procedural vote on the stopgap measure on Tuesday that will keep funding at current levels as lawmakers continue to negotiate. And scientists with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration warned today that there is a 1 in 3 chance that this year, 2024, will be even hotter on average than 2023, which was the world's hottest year on record. In its annual Global Climate Report, NOAA confirmed findings previously published by European scientists finding 2023 was the hottest year since records began in 1850. NOAA recorded last year's average temperature at 1.35 degrees Celsius above the pre-industrial average, while the EU scientists measured it at 1.48 degrees Celsius above. 
the EU and NOAA reports both attributed last year's record heat to human-caused climate change and the El Nino natural event. The current El Nino is expected to last until at least April. The NOAA report said that even if 2024 isn't hotter than last year, it will almost certainly rank among the top five hottest years on record.